Lord, we thank you, Jesus. We bless you because of your faithfulness. We bless you. We give all glory, all adoration unto you. Thank you, Jesus. I uh, welcome everyone again to another time in God's presence. As God will begin to speak to us tonight on a powerful topic, the mystery of closed doors. The mystery of closed doors. Now, I'm going to be taking this topic in uh, parts. So we are looking at part one. We'll be looking at part one today. I'm trusting God to uh, open uh, part two, part three uh, later. But today I want to look at the mystery of closed doors from perspective one, uh, which I call part one. Uh, I want to look at it from the destiny dimension. Uh, the mystery of closed doors. Um, and I'm going to begin this way. It is no news that God is presently uh, raising men for the coming revival. It's no news that the Spirit of God um, has been doing a work in our time, has been doing a work in our days, has been doing a work in this uh, period. Bible says, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He says, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. He says, your sons and your daughters shall see visions. He said, he said, and then all... Uh, he said, um, how did he put it in John chapter 2, verse 32? He said, that all that call upon the name of the Lord, as a result of the ministry of these sons and daughters, as a result of the anointing of the Spirit that has come upon everyone. He said, because of this uh, outpouring of the Spirit, there is going to be a revival all over, and souls of men are going to be coming to Jesus. Souls of men are going to be coming to Jesus. Men and women 
are going to be submitting to the authority of Jesus. I see a vision of an army. I see an army uh, of, 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 of the sons and daughters of God. I see an army of saints as they rise up as they go to war. God is showing me such a vision and I see that God wants to use them to cause um, havoc in the kingdom of darkness and to subdue the earth and take over the earth for God. They want to take over the earth for the kingdom of God. This is the plan of God in this last days. When he said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. And the spirit of God is sensitizing me to go to the book of Jude, uh, to that popular uh, prophecy in the book of Jude. To that popular prophecy in the book of Jude, the Bible says in that prophecy, it says... Um, uh, Jude verse 14 and 15 said, And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of the saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his saints. That's the vision I'm seeing right now. 10,000 of his saints. And what they are they going to be doing? They are going to be executing judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds that they have commit, ungodly committed and of all their acts which, is which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So God is going to be releasing his saints. That's the army of saints that God is showing me. And they are going to be executing judgment upon the earth, destroying the works of darkness and bringing souls from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. The Bible says in John chapter 2 verse 32 that all those that call upon the name of the Lord as a result of the ministry of the outpouring of the Spirit of God is that they shall be saved. They shall be saved. And because God is doing this work, <clears throat> God is raising an army. In fact, this is the core message of this ministry, that a revival is coming, and God is raising his church to be that army, his saints to be that army, as you, you, are, you have seen it confirmed in the book of Jude, uh, verse 14 and 15. And the Lord is saying, he said, my children, hear my voice uh, this afternoon, that the Spirit of God upon you is, has been given you for a purpose uh, for a time as this because revival beckons on you revival beckons on you revival beckons on you I want to release power I want to release glory I want to release honor and I want to use you to bring judgment upon the kingdom of darkness upon planet Earth. The time has come for me to reclaim the earth for my own. The time has come for the kingdom of uh, the earth to become the kingdom of God. The time has come for the kingdom of life to become the kingdom of God. That the whole earth will be filled with the glory and the knowledge of God. I want my people to reign supreme. I want them to reign as king and priest. No longer will the kingdom of darkness reign supreme over my people. No longer will the kingdom of darkness reign supreme over the people of God. This is the season. This is the hour. This is the season. This is the hour. As I begin to do my work, said the Lord of hosts. Thank you, Jesus, for that work. And God has spoken. Ah, that in the last days I will part my spirit. And the question that you and I, you know, have always asked is this. It is a very clear thing that we are in the last days. And I always ask people that question, that are we truly in the last days? If truly we are in the last days, then automatically it means this prophecy has been set into motion. 
it means that this prophecy has been activated. This is the season where God is raising his men. This is the season where God is raising his army. This is the season where God is raising his uh, 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 saints so that they can rise up and they can go forth to get revival wherever God is calling them to be. And for this to happen, one of those things that is very important is this. If God is going to be able to do this, then he is going to need men and women. He's going to need his sons and daughters. He's going to need old men who can see visions. He's going to need his people, his army, to be able to rise up and go forth and bet this revival. And because if God is going to break this revival, is there is going to be the earth is going to in this last days turn from the kingdom of man to become the kingdom of God. Because I did not write that prophecy. This is a prophecy that comes from the throne of God. And this is a prophecy that is to be activated once the church is in the, in the last days, once the earth is in the last days, its last days. And the earth indeed is now in the, its last days, as many of us have known. And we soon see that God is raising up this army. But this army of God, this army of God needs to be raised up because you do not just become an army. Every army, every member of this army is raised by God. Every member of this army is trained by God. Every member of this army, you know, must uh, become what God wants him or her to become. You know, in the army of God, there are different kinds of people. I mean, introduction to this message now. There are different kinds of people. There are different uh, 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 portions or parts of this army. Like I used to say, there will be those in the infantry, the full soldier. There will be those who are strategists. There will be the general. There will be the, 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 the um, what do you call them now? Uh, the snipers. There will be doctors. There will be different aspects in this army. But if there is going to be uh, an actual revival, one of those things uh, that we need to understand is this. Is that everybody, each of each, 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 each soldier in this army must be raised by God to become what God needs them to be. They need to become soldiers, warriors, men and women that God can trust with an assignment. Bible says in the book of Joel chapter 2, as we read last week, that each one will become a mighty man. Each one will not, they will not, they will not uh, uh, step in their path. Each one will understand their rank. Each one will understand their place. They will not walk each in, in, in another's path. And everybody will know what God is calling them to be. And because of that, each and everyone is going to be raised in a different way. Each and everyone will be raised in the way that God wants them to walk. So, uh, the first point I'm raising here as part of my introduction is that God 
is indeed raising men and women. We can see that. Because of the prophecy in these last days. And then now we need to know clearly, secondly, that each man, each woman has to be raised peculiarly according to the assignment that he or she is supposed to carry out in this army. In this army. Then the third point, because these men and women are supposed to be raised uh, peculiarly according to the mind and the purposes of God. Because they are going to be raised in this particular way, it is very important for us to then know that uh, each and every one would must understand the dealings of God in his or our own life. It is very important to know that you cannot become what God wants you to become. Except you allow God to begin to raise you peculiarly into the image of the kind of assignment, the image of God that he wants you to reveal, the dimension of God that he wants you to express as a member of this army, as a, as a soldier in this army, there is a peculiar dimension that you carry. There is a peculiar dimension that God has given you. There is something that makes you different. And you carry a peculiar dimension. But you must work with God so that He is able to work upon you to produce this, 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 this peculiar dimension of you that can come out and be used by God for his peculiar purposes. Therefore, it behooves you. It behooves you, everyone, to understand that the only way you can rise up and get to this place in God is to enroll in the school of the Spirit. Is to enroll in the school of the spirit. You have to enroll under training. Everybody that belongs to an army, you don't just see a, a soldier does not just become a soldier in one day. A soldier is trained in an army base where he or she is, is trained and all the capacities, all the trainings, all the rigidity, all the strength, all everything that a soldier passes through to become a soldier, it passes through such a thing. And so in, this, in the kingdom of God, we are taken into that training camp by the Spirit of God. As many as cooperate by the Spirit of God. And we are trained by the Spirit of God. In the training camp of the Spirit, as the Spirit of God begins to walk upon each and every one of us. And the Spirit of God is able to walk upon each and every one of us. You begin to see um, as God is able to begin to walk upon each and every one of us until we begin to reflect and look like the image, the, the capacity, the anointing, the, 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 the dimension that God wants to reveal to us in the army of God in these last days. And so each and every one of us must understand how to walk with the Spirit of God. Each and every one of us must begin to understand how to follow God, to move with Him step by step. How to follow the Spirit of God until we become 
until he is able to train us in the in the training camp of the Spirit of God, until we become that dimension, that that career of the specific and peculiar kind of the dimension of the grace of God, the, the dimension of the of, 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 of the capacity of God that God wants to release through us. And it does not happen overnight. It is a training. It is a training. The Bible says that Jesus, that the Spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. <laughs> and when he came out, what happened to Jesus? Jesus came out in the in the in the, in the Bible says he came out in the power of the Spirit. <laughs> the school of the Spirit. And so each and every one of us must understand that there is a training. There is a training that each and every one of us must subject ourselves to in the training camp of the Spirit that will make us to become that invincible, that unshakable, that unmovable, that, 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 that kind of uh, warrior, that soldier that is unsurmountable, that the enemy cannot stop. So that we can rise up and carry the glory and the power of God in our generation and bring, demonstrate the power of revival, release revival in whatever area or location or sphere of influence that God is sending us to and better revival and draw people out of unrighteousness and into the grace of God. Oh Lord, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So each and every one of us must understand that we need to walk with the Spirit of God. We must understand that you cannot... The Bible says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So, we, you cannot just become a fisher of man. You cannot just be used by God to fish for men for God. You cannot be just be used by God to harvest souls for Christ. He said, follow me. Walk with me. That's what Jesus is saying. Walk with me. The Holy Spirit is saying, walk with me. And I will make. See, nobody just becomes. You see how God took a simple small boy called David that was in the fields and made him into the warrior. The Bible calls him a mighty man. God anointed him with glory and power. And he, single-handedly, raised all the so-called mighty men of David. <laughs> men that, 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 that only one person killed the whole army. And the sword cleaved to his hand. The mighty men of David. And David was their leader. So just imagine what David could do. A small boy in the field. He was made. You do not just become a warrior just because you think you can become a warrior. <laughs> you have to be made. Tell somebody you have to be made. Tell somebody that God needs to make you. <laughs> Tell somebody that you have to become. There is a process, there is a training. Soldiers don't just, don't, don't just become soldiers. They start fragile. They start fragile. 
But by the time they are true, they become that 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 image of strength, rigidity, resilience, immovability, unshakability, invincibility, unsurmountability. And you can see what happened via David, what David did. How God woke upon David and how God made him to become a mighty man. I want you to understand that it begins by having a destiny with God. And that destiny in this training camp, let me go on to the next point. That in this training camp, you, God, begins to train you. And as he's training you in the school of the Spirit, just like you have year one, year two, year three, year four, even in the training camp, you have level one, level two, level three. You cannot move on to the next level until you are true with the first level. You cannot true, go to the next level until you are true with the last level. Because it is a training camp in the Spirit of God. And so you see, God cannot begin to release you into your destiny. Just like that. He needs to make you. And as you begin to follow the Spirit of God, little by little, it begins to form you. And as you begin to look at your life, you look back, you begin to see yourself becoming. You begin to see yourself being made. If you continue to follow God little by little, you say, follow me and I will make you. And as you begin to follow the Spirit of God, you begin to see as He begins to make you and you begin to become the kind of person that God wants you to become. I want us to quickly look at the book of Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. The Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter 3, let me look at verses, um, verses uh, 12. It says, this is Paul. He said, not as though I had already attained. Either we are already perfect. He said, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which I am, uh, that for which also I am apprehended of Christ. He said, he said, not as if I have already attained or I am perfect. Because he knows that it is step by step. He said, but I follow after that I may what? Apprehend, that I may reach, that I may get to that point. He said, but I follow after that I may apprehend that for which I am also apprehended of Christ Jesus. The reason for which Jesus himself has caught me. He said, I want to catch it. And I'm pursuing after Look at verse 13. He said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Whatever level you have gotten to, it's a step-by-step thing. So you have to forget the level you have attained in the school of the Spirit as God begins to walk with you. He said, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth unto those things that are before. So in the school of the Spirit, you keep going until you become. You don't just become just like that. See, I want you to understand the destiny that God has for you. You will not just get there in one day. You need 
a walk with the Spirit of God. You need a drilling by the Spirit of God. You see, when God comes to you, He comes to you and He gives you it gives you uh, a vision, an image. He always paints an image. Whether it's through a vision, whether it's through a prophecy, whether it's through a dream, whether it's somebody coming to tell you, he just paints an image of for you about the dimension of glory, the dimension of awesomeness, the dimension of wonderfulness. Hey, The dimension of the glory, the dimension of himself that he wants you to carry to your generation. He reveals that to you. And when God does this, you would think that immediately you should just, but when you look at the stature in your spirit, when you look at the capacity that you carry, you will see that you cannot just get there at once. You see that God must do something to you. That God will do something to you if you are going to be able to get to that particular place. Because you don't have the stature that can handle it. It's like when you tell a son, a baby, like when God was showing to Joseph that you get to a point where your father, your mother, your brothers are going to bow to you. Really, at that small age, why would they be bowing to him? But when God lifted him, and became the, he became the prime minister of Egypt. And the whole world came to bow to him. At that point in time, even his brothers and sisters, even his brothers, sorry, did not have any option than to bow to him if they were going to eat. And that was how they, that prophecy came to pass. But there needed to be a change in the stature from the point he was from the point he was ah, when he was just a little boy having that dream maybe at the age of 13 or something to the, to the prime minister of Egypt that he became and you saw the process he was thrown into a prison he was built he was taken to Potiphar's house you see the test and trials they passed through you see the making process. You see the leadership skills that God began to build in him little by little. How he became the king of, uh, of the prison. How he became the ruler of the prison. How, how Potiphar himself began to trust his own household to him. How God began to build him before God now made him to begin to rule over Egypt and then over the whole world. He was suffering in the Potiphar's house because he was a slave. But he was also a ruler of the house of Potiphar. He was suffering in the prison. Because of course in prison you are prison is not a place of joy, but he was also the ruler in the prison. At every step, God was teaching him capacity. And he was being made. God was working upon him. You know, there is no training that is supposed to be sweet. Training is training. That's how soldiers are trained. That is what makes them strong. You've seen soldiers being trained in their camps. How they become the kind of persons that God wants. 
how you how they become the kind of persons that God needs them to be. Even Jesus was sent into the wilderness by the Spirit of God, not by a demon. But what makes what made Joseph from the little boy having that dream to the prime minister? Because he continued with God. Bible said God was with him. He said it was very clear that Joseph was a prosperous man because God was with him. Prosperous man, but he was a slave in Potiphar's house. Yes, they called him a prosperous man. Because he was being trained to handle the wealth of nations, even though he was a slave. And so, even you too, you begin to understand that you cannot just get to that place. There is a dimension of stature you must gain. There is a capacity you must maintain. There is, there is something that, you, that must come upon you. There is a training that you must pass through that will make you until God begins to make you into that stature. You see how, how, how Joseph began to be changed. Each step he was going, he was becoming a ruler over something. Ruler in the prison, ruler in, the, in, 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 in Potiphar's house until he became ruler over Egypt and ruler over the, 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 the economy of the nations at that period. God began to put that stature inside of him. God must begin to put a stature inside of you. God must begin to put a stature inside of you. And until you grow and begin to enter into that stature, you cannot rise up and reflect that dimension. You cannot undo that dimension. God cannot put you to undo revival in the nations. So God needs to you, God needs to work upon you, and He begin He needs to begin to put that dimension inside of you. Look at David, a small boy in the field. God allowed a bear to come, and He killed the bear. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him. He was growing. His brothers rejected him. He was the one that was not loved in the Psalms. <laughs> when God wants to begin to raise you, there will be a lot of rejection. You'll be the black sheep. You'll be the one that is not serious. You'll be the one everybody looks at as if he does not have a destiny. It happens. When the hand of God is upon you, it drags you from, from that high place and brings you down low. Because it is, it is in the drilling that you begin to know that you are a soldier. So when you begin to see yourself being dragged like David, being insulted, when even he came to the, his brothers in the middle of the army in the, uh, at the war between the uh, Israel and the Philistines, his brothers were like, what are you even doing here again? I know, you this mischievous child. Eh? You have come to, 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 to do nonsense here again. When the hand of God is upon you, it begins to train you, drill you. When you begin to see the hard drillings of God upon your life, <laughs> it means there is a destiny. There is a destiny that God wants to undo. That God wants to hand over to your life. Mm. Mm. I want to quickly look at the book of Luke chapter 1. 
I know they are still considering the mystery of closed doors, part one. Luke chapter one. Let's look at verse um, 80. Luke chapter one, verse 80. The Bible says, talking about John the Baptist, he said, and the child grew. Okay, let me just read from verse 76 to verse 80. And thou, child, talking about John the Baptist, shall be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his way. See the destiny that God has put in his hand. He said, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God whereby the day spring from on high had visited us is that to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace and then look at verse 80 he said and that child grew and waxed strong in the spirit and was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. The mystery of closed doors. See, on the, the day of his showing, I want you to understand, I want you to, to, I want you to tell your neighbor that there is what is called the day of your showing. The day of your showing. The day of your showing. There is a day of your showing, whether you like it or not. The day of your showing unto Israel, the day of your manifestation. So God hides, was hiding uh, 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 John the Baptist, working upon him, working upon him, hiding him, just like every soldier. They are trained in secret. And then when you are ready, what happens? Then there is a day when God will show you where God will reveal you to the world. Where God will reveal you so that you are unveiled to the earth to begin to release revival and fire. You see the big names are being called now. You hear uh, apostle this, apostle that. You, 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 you look at them, you carry, you see the anointing they carry. And you see the revival that God is doing through their lives. And you are like, God, bring me out too. There is a day of your showing. But you cannot be revealed just like that. The door <laughs> to your manifestation cannot just be opened just to you like that. The mystery of closed doors. That door will forever remain closed until you get to a place where you can develop that capacity where God can release you. Because there is such a day called the day of your showing. And how did he get to that point? Look at what happened to him before he got there. The promise has been the dimension of God that God wanted to release to him is what we read from verse 76. A prophet of the Most High shall go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Then look at verse 80. Bible says that that child grew. Tell somebody you must grow. You must become. You must be made. You cannot just rise up and 
you begin to you, be, you to begin to, to believe that you begin to command the anointing that will change millions. You cannot just become the captain of the salvation of many. <laughs> you cannot just bring many sons into glory. That anointing, that mantle that will cause men to hear from you, it will just come to you just like that. It can't just come to you just like that. God cannot just release it to you just like that. You have to grow into it. You have to be made into it. You have to become. You have to step by step be made like every normal soldier until you attain that capacity until you become. Look at it, verse 80. And the child grew and was stronger in spirit. You see, you see that? And was in the desert, the place of making, until the day of his showing. Step by step. You begin to walk with God. Step by step. Until you get to the day of your showing. And then the door to your showing that was closed. The door to your manifestation. God comes to you, reveals to you, this is what I want you to become. This is the dimension of the glory or dimension of myself that you are just you are called to unveil to your generation. And then he closes the door. Mystery of closed doors. And you are wondering, how is it that you come, you get from point A, from the point of the revelation? of the dimension of God that you are meant to release as part of the army of God in these last days. And how do you get to the place where the door is open and you can arise and you can actually go forth and begin to unveil that dimension? The dimension has been revealed to you in the spirit. But that dimension must be be, be uh, materialized in you in the physical. That dimension must be unveiled in you in the physical before when you get to that point then and then only with the door be opened and then you'll be unveiled to Israel. You'll be unveiled to the earth. The door will be opened and then you'll be able to rise up and go forth to manifest, to shine, to release that dimension of God and get that revival in this generation. To restore the kingdom of Acts back to the kingdom of God to take and execute judgment upon the kingdom of darkness and restore revival upon planet earth. But that dimension must be must be must be realized in you physically. You must attain to that level of dimension. No wonder Paul was saying that not that I've attained. Or become perfect. You say, I put what I have gotten, that dimension I've gotten to, as God is making it in me, forming it in me, because like I said, you have to be formed. It has to be formed in you. Even John the Baptist, the Bible said, he grew. He was struck the spirit. He was growing stronger and stronger. He was being made. He was being formed. It was becoming in him. He was getting to that place where he could carry it. Where he could carry it. 
he was getting to that point in the spirit. And the more that God was working upon him, the more, the more he was becoming that capacity in the physical realm. The more he was being formed. The, the more he was attaining to that stature that could carry and release that dimension before God could actually, at the end of the day, trust him with that dimension. Let's look at the book of Luke chapter 2, verse 52. We have looked at John the Baptist. I want us to look at Jesus. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Hmm. I don't want to go through all the scriptures, but I will just um, read verse Luke chapter 2. Let me read verse uh, 40. We know the story is about Jesus, but I will read verse 40. And 40 to 42. So that you will know we are talking about uh, Jesus. And then I will read verse 52 again. Now, Luke chapter 2, let me read from verse 40. Bible said, And the child, we are not talking of John the Baptist now, we are talking of Jesus. See the same pattern. Bible said, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom. And work strong in spirit, filled with wisdom. Filled with wisdom. Hmm. You can see Jesus attaining the stature. In the spirit, he was growing strong. Even Jesus did not escape this. He was becoming. Bible said, and the grace of God was upon him. So Jesus was called to speak, to preach, to teach the word of God. There are two major things that he needed. He needed wisdom. He needed the grace of God. And Bible said he was waxing strong in spirit. And the two dimensions of God he needed to be able to release God. Wisdom and grace. Bible said he was full of grace. But he was not just full of grace just like that. Bible showed us here that he grew. Just like John the Baptist grew. You can see here, Bible said that he grew and waxed strong in spirit. My question is, how strong is your spirit man to carry the capacity of the kind of electricity that God wants you to release in your generation? How strong is your spirit man to carry the kind of anointing when God releases the mantle for nations that he has been telling you about, that mantle is not going to creep in you. Hope that mantle will not be the reason why your life will be destroyed. Oh, pride will not set in. <laughs> and before you know it, a ministry that has not started will be destroyed. 
open God begins to send you into the government house. And when God begins to release that anointing to Andrew, the government of a nation, the government house and the meat they eat at their feast table does not enter into your eyes. And before you know it, you begin to make compromises. Hope the name of one billion naira, two billion naira, does not begin to ring sweet bells in your ears. And before you know it, you begin to divert. Can your spirit undo it? You need your spirit needs to be made stronger. You think it was a joke when God sent John the Baptist into the wilderness? When Jesus, God sent Jesus into the wilderness, you think it was a joke? It is to make them strong in the spirit. A soldier needs strength, capacity. God will just wake up. You think God is telling you that I'm sending you to bring a, 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 to, to subdue your generation under the dominion of Christ. And I'm sending you to undertake this, uh, this task. And you think you just go to just this, that generation and you, they begin to, you just rise up and you tell this generation that, oh, this is the word of the Lord and the generation will, so, will, will fall or will fall to you. And you think when the fame and the glory begins to come, you think you will not get to a place where women can just come to you anyhow because why? Now they trust you and now they like you. Now they want to be with you and now they want to be your friends. All the ladies want to get close to you. When big money begins to come to your hand, you think your spirit is strong enough to handle that now? When fame and all your name is being called at every place now, that you don't get to a place where you begin to think that your fame is now bigger than every other person and everybody is now the one that should be respecting you, not you respecting the others. Can you handle, can your spirit handle the capacity that God is about to release into you? You have seen it in the spirit. Now, do you have the capacity to handle it before God releases, opens the door for you to be able to begin to walk in that dimension? It's a simple thing. You saw it in the spirit. God needs to work the capacity, that stature, to handle it. God needs to work it in you in the in the in reality in the physical before that door can be opened unto you. Or else the door will be closed and you will not be able to enter into that dimension in the spirit of God. I don't know where God is calling you to. I don't know where God is sending you to. But if you want the door to be opened, if you want that dimension to be opened, if you want the door of your destiny to be unveiled unto you, if you want to walk in, I need you to understand that stature must be formed in you. Let me read verse 52. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Talking about the same Jesus. He said, and Jesus, look at it again, increased in wisdom 
Because God cannot release you to just go and be saying nonsense. God cannot just send you to the business world to come and begin to release nonsense policies and, and, and instead of you making things better, you begin to destroy all that God has set up over the earth. You need to develop and carry the capacity before you can release revival. It is what you carry inside that you will end up being able to release. The question I have for you tonight is what do you carry? You are crying for open doors. You are saying, God, the door of my destiny should be unveiled, should should be open, that I want to rise up and come out and begin to manifest. The question I want to ask you tonight is what do you carry? If that door is eventually opened, what can you release? What dimension of revival will you be able to bring? What dimension of revival can you can, can be unleashed from your life? What does heaven stand to gain? What does even your own spirit stand to gain? Is your flesh dead enough? What is the strength of your spirit? Can your spirit carry the kind of electricity that can undo your generation? You see, I've been talking of stature, stature, stature. And Bible is saying to us here, verse 52, he said, and Jesus increased, you see that, increased in wisdom and stature. I want to ask you, God has called you, called you into the mountain of entertainment and art and entertainment to release the dimensions of God. I want to ask you, have you developed a stature? If God should open the, the, the door of destiny right now and he wants to release you, to unveil you to the earth, that they may see the glories of God through you. In the art and entertainment world, God is calling you at, that, at this point. What, what are you going to unleash to the earth? With the capacity you have now, do you think the stature you have now, do you think you carry? <laughs> do you think you are able? What do you think you carry? What can you release? What can you unveil? Do you have the capacity to undo millions of people? Or your capacity is no more than five people yet? Can God trust a world generation? You rise up, you say, God is calling me to a global ministry. Can you even undo the people of your own village? The anointing that God is putting upon your head now. The, the, the stature, the capacity your spirit can carry now, the electricity that it can maintain now, can it maintain that of your just your village? Talk less of your city, talk less of your state, talk less of your nation, talk less of your continent before you begin to talk about global. <laughs> See, as big as God will want to raise you, as big as the destiny that God has formed, as, as, as called you to carry. 
will be the bigness, the strength and the, and the thoroughness of the training that you need to, 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 to carry because of the dimension of God that you have been ordained to carry. And so you see for Jesus in verse 52, says, and Jesus increased in wisdom that he needed. Increase in wisdom and in stature. Increase in stature, increase in capacity. Look at it again. And increase in favor with both God and man. It didn't just happen like that. He increased. You can see in verse, Luke 1, verse 80, he said, This happened to John the Baptist until the day of his showing. Look at Jesus, Luke chapter 4, verse 14. After God sent him to be tested in the wilderness, because the wilderness is usually the place of training, the wilderness is where God walks upon you, trains you to become. You may not go to a physical place called wilderness, but the experience is called wilderness. And God walks upon you. And look at what happened to Jesus in verse, Luke chapter 4, verse 14. He said, and Jesus returned. Returned from where? From the wilderness. You want the door to be opened up to you. The door doors don't just open like that. Heavens must see that you carry the seal, the badge, the capacity, the dimension. They must see it before the door can be opened. And when you've got to that particular point, what happens? You discover that once you get to that point, it's not you that want to open. Heaven sees it upon you. And the door will be opened. Look at it. Verse 14. And Jesus returned. How? In the power. The door is open now. In the power of the Spirit. Into Galilee. Do you see that? And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. There went out what? A fame. He went out. He came in power. It was in the wilderness all true. And the day he just came back, the door became open. And before you know it, the Bible said, a fame of him spread throughout. The door was opened. Just like John the Baptist, it was shown, the day of his showing unto Israel came about. Look at verse 15. He said, And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. Being glorified. You want glory. He said, Arise, shine for your light. Light there talks about glory. Has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. When people begin to look at you and they begin to see that no, God has dignified me. God has elevated this person. That is the glory of the Lord rising upon you. That is the light. The arise for the light has come upon you. That is the glory. That is the light. 
God wants to beam his light of glory upon you. He wants to open the door of destiny to you. The question God is asking tonight, do you have that capacity? Now, do you have it? Do you have that capacity? I want you to just take your time and speak to the Spirit of God. The mystery of closed doors, part one. God, the door of destiny, I need it to unveil. I need it to unveil. I need it to unveil. I need it to be opened up for me. God, walk upon me. Walk upon me. Walk upon me. Walk upon me. Lord Jesus, walk upon me. Lord, I submit myself to this training camp of the Spirit. Build capacity in me. Build, let me grow in wisdom and in stature, in the grace of God, in favor. Let the capacity you need, let the capacity I need be formed in me. Like it happened to David, like it happened to Joseph, like it happened to John the Baptist, like it happened to Jesus. Somebody is listening to me. Your name is John. You have a calling to preach the gospel in South Africa. And you started already. But you are not seeing results. And you are wondering why. What has been holding you back? God is telling me to tell you right now. That you need to take a step back. And allow the Spirit to train you in the training camp of the Spirit. You need to build stature. You need to build stature. When it is time, it is not you that will tell God. You will know. Because a day will come. And when that day comes, just like it happened to Jesus, he just returned in the power of the Spirit. And that day, Bible said the fame of him went all about. It's just a day. It's just a day. That a door will be opened on that day. The day of your showing. Lord Jesus, walk upon me. Help me to cooperate with you as I walk strong in the spirit. Help my spirit, man, to be able to undo glory, to be able to undo power, to be able to undo dimensions of the spirit, to be able to undo the electricity of the Spirit of God. Help me to be able to handle the anointing and the mantle of God for my generation. The mandate. Help my spirit man to be able to undo the mandate that you are giving to me for my generation. Help me to be able to handle the resistances of darkness. Help me to be able to handle the flesh and the, the temptations that the enemy is going to be bringing about. Help me to become a soldier. To become invincible, unstoppable, stronger. Immovable, unsurmountable, invincible. Help me to be able to release the fire and the power and the glory of God in for my generation. Calibrate it, O Shatter. O Barash, shake it, Brother. 
Help me, Lord. 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 I see a sister. Brilliantly, you are wearing uh, a white and black, I don't know, white and black traditional wear. You are wearing a, is it a, a guinea or a, a, a tie or something like that. The Lord is saying that your season of appearing is here. Four more days. And I will do that which I have promised to you. Be faithful and you will enter into all the promises that God has given you. Four more days. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name.